0: Hey everyone, this is Stevie Richards here with Big Mike Barons. Welcome to
1: the Big Fitness Show, Episode 8, Supplements 101s. We don't get ourselves into too much trouble because everything seems to change every other month in the fitness and especially the supplement industry, but thank God we have somebody with much more experience and what I consider to be, he'll argue with this, an expert as well as especially this episode, if not other ones, is the draw of the show. It's Big Mike (laughs) There you go. I'm going keep, we're going to keep fighting, fighting every episode about that.
0: That is not true. Uh, medium Stevie Cool is the draw for sure. Getting a little bigger every day. Welcome back, everybody, to the Big Fitness Show. I am Mike Behrens, and I'm so happy to be talking today that you're alive another week, alive and well for another week. Keep the tally going. It's, uh, it's a good thing to be back and talking this week for supplements. I'm excited to talk about it. I have a little bit of knowledge. I, w- I would call myself a, uh, know enough to get in trouble type guy, <laughs> an expert, maybe. And some of it, uh, I don't know, like all the technical science behind every little detail of supplements, but I know quite a bit, so we can have a pretty good conversation about it. And I know enough to get people started at least for sure. So I think we
1: should, uh, I'll put up here. Um, I'm, not, I'm supposed to get one of those vibe boards. I showed you the presentation of trying to break yeah. matches and other stuff, but I should put it in the background, like number of days, without a back infection or a spine <laughs> infection or without near death experience.
0: There's
1: there's a bunch of different uh, safety boards I could put up all over this uh this studio. So if you don't know <laughs> the long story, it's time stamped. It's up on my YouTube channel, what happened. Um, but things continue to happen and it's it's just amazing. Like I was saying to my wife last night, because she was asked she's constantly asking me how I'm feeling and everything. And obviously my energy isn't what it used to be, at least throughout the day. But like you said, I, I can do enough to be dangerous in the AM and the PM. It's a little bit different. I was like, man, I go, I I just feel like my energy is coming back a little bit, but I figured it would have came back more by now since I've been working out. And now, now again, for a couple of weeks and she's like, what are you talking about? You just started working out last week. I was like, yeah, like forever ago, doesn't it?
0: Right. Yeah, it does. It does. So
1: pick line, like a little more than a week ago was about where I had it.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It was like a week and a half as a recording, I think. When you got it taken out, and then you were like, "All right, you ready to go?"
1: (laughs) Yeah, that was six p.m. I didn't want to go to the gym, and sure, better (laughs) off I didn't go. But um, but yeah, it's just time is such a. It feels like all that stuff happened ten years ago, but at the same time, it feels so fresh in my mind. I think one episode, and if you're okay with this, is like there's also a mental aspect to that to fitness and nutrition and health in general and then like there's a big struggle now where we've talked about off air of what's next like how can i turn this into a purpose to help other people to serve other people as an extension of that health and fitness or is it something else but we're still the health and fitness guys as far as content creation it's a very it's like paralysis by analysis over the past two to three days to try to figure out and think and pray and meditate about what comes next, uh, you know, cause I'm, I'm very thankful not only to be alive, but look like I'm, I'm making a full recovery. How can I, how can I spread this word to other people to, to let them know that they're, you know, when it's hopeless, there's, there's always hope.
0: Sure. 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 Yeah. So recovery is going well. Give us an update from, our, from last week. At what's the the biggest uh, fitness goal that you've done since the last time we started since the last time we talked, what have you what progress have you made? I guess is a better way to ask that question.
1: Well, I'm definitely overtraining, at least I've been told. <laughs>
0: <so>. <laughs> not surprised. <laughs> well, I've been
1: doing I, I've been doing the recumbent bike maybe 20-25 minutes, just trying to loosen my back up. My back is stiff in the morning, but it's not like it was. It's basically the the vertebrae obviously have to fuse. That's going to take time. There's very little back mobility, but I'm able to, and I thought about even doing a video about how difficult it is to still get dressed in the morning, just to show people, I'm not going to be naked unless I can use the Gaussian blur uh, correctly. But uh, if you're- a video get author, some, you get know, some some okay. likes. Or, or I'm going to get a lot of unsubscribes. And stuff and I'm Probably. I'm very, I was very atrophied down there. My butt's gone and everything. So it might be embarrassing. But um, it just to show the real the reality of but how thankful I am that I can put, even if it's a little bit, I got to finagle and kind of lean back and use my right hand to kind of get the the socks over my toes and then the left hand. And then it's very involved, but I'm very happy to be able to do it. And and, then, you know, 15 minutes the first day I was working out down to 12, down to 10, down to about maybe five to seven minutes to get dressed. But it's, it's not a long time to me because I wasn't able to do it for twenty four hours a day for six to eight weeks. weeks, so yeah, this is um I'm incredibly. it gets emotional. it's like sure. between between that stuff and be able to bend over and get something out of the dishwasher be able to to you know help my wife out with the laundry now and be able to clean a little bit, you know, and then then in the afternoon watching the chosen series i'm 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 crying all day, dude, it's
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, I bet. bet. How was the sauna? Was the the other day that in the sauna the first time that you had been in the sauna since you started recovery? Or have you been using that pretty regularly?
1: Yeah, when I did the updated sauna review a few days ago, that was the first time I was in the sauna. And then I've been using it every other day or every,
0: you know, a third day,
1: three to three times a week is what I'm going to do minimum, maybe four. Um, We're also getting a cold plunge uh, from a company. So I'll be able to do hot and cold right there and then look like a maniac with no shirt a towel around me walking from the garage to the apartment i'm that's sure awesome. the cops are going to get called eventually on the- <laughs> eventually at some point <laughs> yeah i mean i haven't been i it's since since the infection and the what happened video i haven't been i haven't been making my rounds in the dirt sheets or the internet so you know um whatever that's called uh, it's not public nudity, but public indecency. Walking from there, sure. to there. yeah. Wearing more than I ever wore. Wearing more, more than I ever wore in a wrestling ring, still. But for some reason, I'll get I'll get pinched on that one.
0: Uh, it's funny. <laughs> it's good, man. And I,
1: like like I said to you last week when we did episode seven, uh, we're back, and a lot of people have sent messages and calls, and even commented on that. You know, it, it would it meant a lot to be back there with you hopefully recapture momentum and recapture a uh, direction and purpose and intention with our mission, mission statement. And just grateful for you. I say it every episode, I say it every day, grateful for you. And, and the fact that we got to become even closer friends during that time, a lot of good, a lot of great stuff uh, came out of what people could say was a, was somewhat of a tragedy.
0: Yeah. Same he's. Samesies, man. For sure. Well, I'm glad you're on the mend and I'm glad you're getting back to working out and you don't need to do the overtraining piece, but it's, uh, like, uh, uh what was that? I was going to try to get a good expression, but I know that you're not going to listen. So <laughs> I'm not even going to bother. Hey,
1: the only time I did, the only time I adhere to less is more is when I rushed everything. <laughs> Cause I couldn't do, I couldn't, I only could do less when you only have like sure. three moves and not a lot of coordination. I, I could fall down well and get back up to fall down again, but else sure. outside of that. So that's why less <laughs> is more. You know, speaking <laughs> of less is less, uh, this episode is pretty fascinating to me because hopefully by the end, that's why we say supplements one on one. We don't want to get too far in down in the rabbit hole, but I believe what we want to do, share our experiences, shared probably lots of wasted money and time on mm-hmm. certain things throughout the years, and hopefully have people spend their hard-earned money in the most qualified way possible and that's where you know we're going to defer to you with your experience and breaking sure. down what what supplements may be necessary and what might need might not be or what might be a complete just utter like uh placebo effect sure if you think sure. it's doing something but it's not so i'm going to I'm going to hit the mute button. And... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I think, I mean, I think, yeah, we're definitely going to, I want to give everybody just kind of a baseline, but before we do any of that, like, uh, I think it would be good for everyone to know, where I got my experience from, and how I know what I'm talking about to a certain extent, uh, and just give you kind of a quick little backstory of of my time in the supplement industry and what I've done. So I've been obviously I've been an athlete my whole life. Uh, started taking supplements when I was in high school. Was a Division one athlete in college, so took supplements then as well. Took supplements my whole my whole life, but then in like 2012. Um, I started doing some demo work as a rep for a, a company in the supplement industry, mainstream mainstream company. Uh, it was Muscle Farm. I worked for the company for a while and then became the sales rep, was the Midwest sales rep for that for, for quite some time. And then just have been in that supplement industry for 10 years now, working as a sales rep, helping gyms, helping stores, have sold a lot of supplements uh, at one time, like Last year I was doing a training call um, and I came up with a number. It has to be at least $5 million worth of personal supplement sales that I've done that I've sold to uh, over the 10 years, right? Like it sounds like a big number, but over 10 years, I've sold a lot of supplements in my time. Um, So it's, I, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to selling supplements, but again, over that, over that 10 years, I've also learned a lot about the education behind supplements and I've learned a lot of the good that supplements can do, but I also have learned a lot of the bad and the BS that comes in the supplement industry. And so one of the things that I've kind of positioned myself now as I don't, I don't want to have the average consumer to continue to have the wool pulled over their eyes in supplements, because there's so many supplement companies that don't, take the time to educate. They prey on the lack of knowledge of the consumer and just say, Hey, yeah, this is, this is in here and it'll help you, but there's really not an effective dosage in there and it doesn't do anything. And it's that placebo effect that you're talking about, or if it does do something, it's not giving the full benefit. So anyway, so uh, the last in 2017, I started working with a company called X endurance. who I work with now and, the thing that makes it so different versus a mainstream supplement company is just the quality of ingredients. And that's something that I try to get the point across and it's really become kind of a passion of mine to educate people and help them understand why supplements are a benefit, why you need them, or if you don't need them, which ones you need, which ones you don't need, what to look for, what not to look for all the different things that most supplement companies don't take the time to educate people on. And so it just, it, I get, I get frustrated when I start to see certain companies blow up or their products sell well and just mainstream because they're, they're in Walmart and so they're easy to grab, but they just don't realize, Oh, Hey, that's not as good for me as I thought it was. Right. So part of the mission of today's episode is to give everybody kind of a baseline knowledge of what supplements are, what they, what they, what they, what purpose they serve, do you need them, and give you kind of like maybe my top recommendations of where you should start in the supplement world, not to try to sell you a bunch of things. Obviously, do your own thing. I'm not going to make a sales pitch for anything at all. Uh, if you want to learn more, you can go to the link in the description. You can buy whatever you want there, but there's no sales pitch here today. It's literally just educating you to help you understand what's most important with supplements. So so that's my background. I know a little bit about it. (laughs) I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, um, please comment below. We'd be more than happy to answer any questions. We'll try to tackle them maybe on next week's episode or just comment back to you specifically on the episode. Um, You can leave a voicemail on the podcast, whatever, whatever way you can get a hold of us, please just feel free to ask all the questions. If you want to DM me directly, whatever, whatever works to ask questions about supplements, I'd be more than happy to answer them. So, so that's the backstory. Uh, I'll take a break for half a second while I catch my breath.
1: <laughs> I think the uh, there's been a shift too, I think, because, and this is kind of a different topic, but it's it's along with that. People take supplements today, I think, because our food isn't really food anymore. Our food mm. doesn't have the nutritional components or anything. It's not it's technically not food anymore. There's lots sure. of different TikToks and reels and stories that try to, you know, look at this and, you know, showing up, but it really is. There's a lot of garbage. And now that the food pyramid is completely upside down where frosted mini wheats is more healthy than beef and sure. other stuff you, you need to, I'm not saying you need to, but I've seen like a, a way where the food is not giving me, and even going back to the illness, I, I saw that my levels, my blood work was done almost every day in the hospital and then was done once a week here at home. You know, we're talking about levels of, um uh, when we're thinking about iron and all the all the other things outside of the blood markers for the infection, everything was wiped out, mainly because sure. I, I couldn't really eat, but I stopped taking the supplements that I was taking every day, multivitamins. They even had a bone one they, they recommended I take mm. to help with the healing process with the vertebrae. And I did feel a difference over the course of a month, six weeks, of getting back on multivitamins, of getting back on certain supplements. Even when I was eating food, it just didn't feel like I was getting. And this is stuff I got from farms and other places, but sure. also not not to use a, as a pun, but that was also supplemented with the food we bought from the supermarket, mm-hmm. which never tastes right, never fills you up, never feels like it has the nutrients. Like I said before to get get what you need to go now going back to you that's that's the pitch where the supplement companies can take advantage of the consumer Mm -hmm. by saying this will fill in and fill in all the gaps that the food doesn't that's not necessarily true when they have uh all the ingredients that you look at on the label factor into that
0: Right. Right. And that's, that's, to me, that's the the biggest thing about the supplement industry that has gone too far. People get to the point where they think that, oh, I'll just take supplements and that'll fix everything. Miracle pill,
1: miracle powder. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and the culture as a whole has just gotten, well, I just want to take a pill and that'll fix it. Right. Most people are that way and and don't realize that it's, it's hard work if you want to, if, if you want to, uh, Live healthy and and take care of yourself and be in shape. It's 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 not easy. I mean, it's it's simple. It's just not easy, right? And so you have to work at it a little bit. And the thing with supplements is, it is that kind of that band-aid effect where you just kind of oh, I'll just take this and that'll that'll solve my problems. But then people don't know what to take. They don't know why to take it. And in my opinion, uh, and in anybody who knows what they're talking about's opinion, they're gonna say food is always your best medicine. Food is the best. You always have to go food first, right? And which in a perfect world that would be amazing if we could get all the nutrients that we needed, all of the vitamins and minerals and all that kind of stuff from, from the food that we eat to your point, the food has, the. Uh lost some of the nutrient density over the years because of farming practices, because of the way foods produce, because of the the mass producing of foods and things like that. So there isn't as much nutrient density in those foods. The soil quality has been, na- been denatured over time because of farming practices where they grow the same crop all the time and they don't let the soil recover and things. So well, there's, there's all
1: streaks in the sky too, every morning.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like there's that. And then there's, and then there's the pesticides that come in and then the, the genetically modified stuff that just takes some of the things out that just, there's things that are coming into our bodies that are causing a lot of inflammation, oxidative stress, things like that, that just happen there's pollutants in the air, uh, there's uh, exercise induced inflammation that happens. And so there's all these things that are coming in, that our bodies are just getting uh, wrecked and not getting the nutrients and the the vitamins and things that we need. And so yes, I will I will always say to you food first, food first, food first, always get your food first, eat as much protein as you can, because that's going to be your best way to go to get the amount of protein can you supplement with it yes yes but it's exactly that a supplement to a healthy diet and so whatever diet works for you we've done an episode about diets Um, i'm sure we'll talk more about them in the future but supplements are just that find a diet that works for you find a healthy eating lifestyle that works for you and then use supplements to supplement that to fill in the gaps to fill in the nutrition nutrition gaps to your point with with some companies, they'll say that this is your your one-stop shop. This is your, your, this is your solution. This is going to solve all your problems. No, it's a combination of all of it where you get healthy food and then you supplement to fill in the nutritional gaps. So if you're someone who just can't eat a lot of food all day, a protein supplement makes a ton of sense because you need more protein in your diet. There's even, there's carbohydrate supplements. Most people don't have a problem getting carbohydrates in their diet. So most people don't take a carbohydrate supplement, but sometimes you could do that. Then when you look at all the breakdowns of vitamins and fish oil and um, joint products and things like that, there's all kinds of different things and people just don't know where to start. But really the, the, the starting point is get your diet and your eating dialed in so that you're eating as, uh, clean as you can. If you can go organic, please do it. If you can't be smart about it. Um, but it's, it's just the nutrient density of the food. It just isn't what it used to be. And so that's where supplements play a huge role, but then where the supplements get a little confusing is like for a multivitamin, for example, I feel like everyone should be on a multivitamin. And if you're going to ask me, like one of my core products that everybody should be on and everybody should take is a multivitamin. Because the nutrients, like I was just talking about, the nutrient density of our food isn't there. And a lot of food, the highly, highly processed foods don't have that nutrient quality. And then our bodies, because of We're going to get into the weeds here for just a second Um, because of the ingredients and things that they get put in these foods, the artificial flavors, artificial sweeteners, things like that, the dyes that causes havoc in your gut health. And so when your gut health is in disrepair, like you, you just don't absorb things properly. So you've really got to start by repairing your gut health by eliminating those artificial flavors, artificial sweeteners, things like that. And you do that by eating a clean, healthy diet. So that's a simple change that anybody can make right now is just make healthier choices in your diet. Cut out artificial flavors. If you look on the back of your labels and it has artificial flavor, artificial sweeteners, the biggest culprit is sucralose, cut that out. Try to cut that out as much as you can. And when you do that, your gut will start to heal itself. So then your gut can then better absorb the nutrients from your food. So you'll get a better bang for your buck from the food that you're eating. And then the supplements that you're taking, it will also increase the absorption there because the nutrients from the supplements are going to help repair that gut health. So with a multivitamin, the absorption of most of the vitamins and minerals that we need needs to happen in that gut. But when that gut is in bad shape, it isn't going to happen. So a lot of people will take like a men's one a day or something like that, where it's a compressed tablet, your body will uh, start to absorb it a little bit. But because you haven't cleaned up your diet, it doesn't absorb it. And then you end up just passing it and you end up pooping it out. And then it's, you're literally pooping away money <laughs> and it's, it's just crazy, you know, but most supplement companies don't educate you on that and people don't know that. So it's always, it's always interesting to me to to talk about just a multivitamin. And when I think people get hung up on multivitamins is you don't feel it right away. You know, like, in the supplement world, everybody knows pre-workouts are the thing. Like everybody talks about a pre-workout. That's the the fancy, shiny object that everybody wants to talk about because you can feel those like instantly. But with the multivitamin, it's going to be a month. It's going to be two months. It's going to be three months. You might never feel a difference from a multivitamin until you realize, oh man, I haven't been sick for like the last two, three years. And I think it's because of the multivitamin I've been taking, you know? And so that's... Yeah, I kind of got off on a on a tangent there about multivitamins and stuff. But that's the that's the basis of of why supplements can be so impactful just by filling in those those nutrient gaps that people run into with having a healthy or a not so healthy diet. You know,
1: I would um since I saw it firsthand and if somebody out there, if anybody has the money or the means as far as insurance or anything, I would get your blood work done and get a full panel and see what you're deficient in so if you're sure. not taking the multi or if you are taking a multi and it covers it that's great but yeah and talking about iron vitamin b and other things they can test sodium levels all about creatine all that stuff things that they do sell so if you want to target whatever you're deficient in that can work you can even go like i go to quest sometimes whenever when i was wrestling and had to work with commissions i would have to get tested for the sure. obvious things you have to get tested for And self-paying for that wasn't a big deal. It was maybe 60 or 70 bucks for the HIV hep test, all that stuff. So if you want to get a full blood work thing done, you can go to a website, get a first time coupon, like 15, 25% off, get your full blood work done and get that done every six months or a year. At least you feel like, well, I paid 80 bucks maybe, but you're not throwing 80 bucks down the drain on on supplements to your, your, like you said, you're just going to pee or poop out in the end anyway. You can see what you're truly deficient in and maybe you address it with the food first and then supplement it later and see how you feel. That would be a good way to attack that, I think, because we don't have the levels and the information. You don't know what you might be ODing on a certain thing that you already have enough of.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's a very good point. And and I think it goes, it goes to the foundation of what you're building on. And so I've had I have this conversation a lot when I talk to people about supplements, is it's cool to take a pre workout, and it's cool to optimize for all these different specific things. But if you don't have a solid foundation, then what are you building on, right? Like if you're still eating crap, if you're going to McDonald's every day of the week and you're eating junk and you're putting junk food into your in, into your body, but then you supplement on top of it, where's the progress being made? There's no progress because it's not, you don't have a solid foundation. And so a lot of times when I talk to people about supplements, it's yeah, protein's great, 100%. Yeah. Pre-workouts are great. Yeah. All these other things that you can take and you can really get into the weeds. Like they got pump products. There's all kinds of different things that you can do, but if you don't dial in the foundation, what are you doing? Right. You know, like you've got to have a solid foundation to build on And It's it's, like with anything in life, you just got to have a solid foundation to, to be good at it. But for some reason, people think that we don't have to do that with our diets. And when it comes to supplements, we can just, throw all these other things on top of a poor foundation, and now suddenly it's going to magically work. And it's just not true. It's just not going to happen. Like, you'll get some benefit, sure, totally. But back to the point of the gut health, if you don't repair your gut, that pre-workout that you're purchasing, that you're trying to get maximum benefit from, isn't going to absorb properly in the body. So then you're not getting the full benefit of even that. So if you really want to maximize the amount of money you're spending on any supplement at all, the baseline has to start with cleaning up your diet and getting a healthy diet. Then I would clean up uh, inflammation in your diet by getting a quality multivitamin, getting some fish oil, because a lot of people's diets, the typical American diet, most people, most people have just a typical American diet that's high in omega-6 fatty acids. So you don't have the omega-3s that you need to help reduce inflammation in your body. And there's scientific ways that you can explain it, but a very simple way to explain it is our bodies get inflammation from the poor food choices, from all the different things that I talked about a little bit ago, and then bringing in vitamins and minerals are going to help start to reduce that. But then omega-3s are going to help to start to reduce that inflammation as well, and you can bring that inflammation down so that your body now feels good. And what happens is a lot of time with inflammation specifically is it's like I, sometimes I, I, I uh, equate it to like a house fire. If a house catches on fire it starts to build a little bit and then it and it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it gets to the point where that the fire is just roaring and it's just going right and then it kind of chills for a little while at that man that sucker is burning and most people live their lives with the house burning and they just it becomes the norm and it's like not even a thing you don't even realize anymore the little fire you noticed it because it was a teeny tiny little fire. And you're like, oh, this doesn't feel good, right? And we try to put that out. But a lot of us spend so much time just adding to this fire, letting it grow, letting it grow. And then we'll come in and try to reduce that inflammation by throwing a cup of water on it. And you throw a cup of water on a big house fire and it did gonna do anything. And so most supplements aren't in a dosage high enough to really make a drastic difference. So then you have this this roaring fire. And every time you take a supplement, you throw a cup of water on it. Well, what is it doing for you? It's not doing anything. So then people spend money on something that's not doing anything, not making any progress, not making any headway. And then they give up because it didn't do anything. And then supplements get a bad rap. And it's just, you know, like it just goes on and on. And so when you take a supplement, you have to make sure that you're getting a good enough dose to really attack the problem, bring that inflammation down and reduce that. So repair your gut health, reduce the inflammation in your body. And now you've got a good solid base to build on. And so we've cleaned up our diet, we've fixed all the rest of those other things. Now other supplements are going to work better, because they're going to absorb better. And we don't have this layer of inflammation in the way we have healthy gut, we're eating good foods. And now we get a better better bang for our buck. When we do buy supplements. That makes sense?
1: Makes sense. Uh, I will back up and talk about the uh, you you said something, the effect I'm paraphrasing that most people don't know the food choices sometimes to make or they're not educated on it. People know the shit food out there. People know well, sure. <laughs> no, people deep down know you eliminate soda, you eliminate processed sugars, you eliminate sugar in general, outside of natural sugars from fruits or whatever, even then you want you don't want to OD on those and you you eliminate fast food but the thing is in the culture and we do we all do it we all have the, the, what's called the I deserve this I deserve to sure. I, I deserve a cheap meal and I work hard or we're moving or doing something let's get a pizza because it's it's easier because we're so stressed out and when you're stressed out that's exactly when people think I need to emotionally eat as well sure. so sure. that that's the thing there and also with the um with the gut health, it's very important. I learned this lesson that the antibiotics killed my gut flora. Mm-hmm. So I needed to take in Greek yogurt and other things with probiotics and take a probiotic supplement as well, which would be, sure. I would think whether you're eating right or not, and especially if you're eating right and you're still feeling like you have that leaky gut or some digestive issues, because of all the garbage and all the, all the food, even the real food now, you, We should recommend that somebody just take a probiotic. That should be the first probably supplement sure. that you take to build up that digestive type of health
0: that you need. Sure, sure, sure. No, yeah, probiotics are definitely something that that everybody should could take and benefit from as well. I think there's a lot of repair that can be done just by eliminating stuff too. I mean, most most diets are elimination diets, and so if you're going to go on a diet, you eliminate all the crap, right? And like you just said, if you eliminate all the fast food and the junk food, most you're right. Most people know what they are. Just don't make the choice to not eat it. I, I heard something the other day. Uh, a question was asked, have you ever accidentally ate something? You know, like, no, we we don't ever accidentally eat something, we all make a conscious choice to eat what we want. And then we justify that decision based on whatever's going on, right. But like, you don't accidentally eat things. So you don't accidentally get bad food in, in your body. And so just eliminate the bad food, eliminate the bad choices, repair your gut health, a lot of that will just naturally happen without a probiotic you can speed it up with a probiotic absolutely and then you can fill in the holes with the, nu- the nutrients and the vitamins from a multivitamin and then reduce the inflammation in your body by by adding in omega-3s vitamin d is a huge thing to help just the body work better more efficiently and, and feel better all the time anyways right so like there's different base level things that that you can start with eliminating the diet if you don't start with the foundation all these supplements on top, they might work and they're going to work, right? Like a a pre-workout works for you. Protein powder works for you. But I would make the argument that you can get more benefit from the supplements that you're taking. If you fix the foundation first, And in my experience in the supplement world, everybody goes to the pre-workout. Everybody goes to the protein powder. Everybody goes to the performance piece of it without fixing the foundation. And that's one of the things that I've learned is that if, if you don't fix the foundation of what you're doing as an athlete, as a uh, someone who's a weekend warrior, someone who just wants to work out and train and perform better in life, day to day, wants to play more with their kids, if you don't fix that foundation, the other stuff is only going to do things for so long. I was guilty of this for a long time and early on in my supplement career, I just thought, you know what, if I just drink pre-workout all day, I'm going to be flying high. I'm going to feel great and I'm going to be optimized because I got 10 scoops of pre-workout today and I'm good, right? Like at one point in my life, I was, I was drinking, uh, a thousand milligrams of caffeine daily from pre-workout, right? Not, not something I would recommend. Okay. Don't do that. Uh, but I was doing it because I thought to myself, oh, well, if I just load up on the pre-workout, that'll solve all my problems. But what I've learned is no. And it wasn't until I really fixed the foundation of a multivitamin, a fish oil, a probiotic every day. And that's part of my daily regimen right now that I just, I feel way more optimized. And uh, the term supplements as an insurance policy, you know, like we take out a life insurance and we take out health insurance and we get car insurance and we get all these kind of things. Supplements can be a nice insurance policy from with your diet, to make sure that you're getting all of the nutrients and vitamins and things that you need so that your body can operate uh, efficiently and be optimized. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, and an insurance policy against paying the high medical cost of going to Mm -hmm. a doctor or hospital. So there's lots of people to talk about expensive things, but I'd rather spend it on workout equipment, on good food, on supplements, than I mean, I, I saw the bills from from this whole stay, so it's fresh within me. That's like at least forty years of supplements I would have bought. <laughs>
0: Pretty expensive. Sure, sure. Well, and and you know, people, the, I get asked the question all the time: Do I need supplements? No, you don't. You don't need them. You're going to survive fine without supplements. You you can you can live a, a totally fine life without supplements if you fix your diet. You will live a healthy life because you're not putting junk food in. If you want to optimize and live a, a healthier life, then supplements can definitely help with that. I'm not trying to make a claim here that they're the end all be all solution to you having a happy, healthy life, but they can sure help. And they, and, and, you know, there's plenty of studies out there that you can Google and find the effectiveness of supplements. There is a couple things that I really need to stress since we're talking supplements. One-on-one there's things that you need to look for and to, uh, avoid when taking a supplement. So multivitamins, since we've been talking about multivitamins, you want to get a multivitamin that's in a capsule. It's in one of those gel capsules, not a compressed tablet. Because for the vitamins and nutrients that are in a multivitamin, you want the absorption process to start happening in your stomach. If it's a compressed tablet, the compressed tablet usually passes right through the stomach and starts to try to absorb in your gut but nine times out of 10, your gut is in disrepair. So it doesn't work very well. And then you end up just pooping it out. And so that cat, that compressed tablet doesn't break down as much as it should. And so then you don't really get a benefit from it. So with a multivitamin, make sure you're buying a capsule form of a multivitamin. Another thing we talked about with a uh, probiotic is you want to make sure that you can, that it's got some prebiotic with it as well, so that it's Gives it basically probiotics help repair the gut, and then they feed on prebiotics, which are the fuel for the. In simple terms, it's the food for the probiotics. So you got you want to have something that has both of those. There's a couple couple on the market. There's a bunch of different ones on the market that have both. There's some that are just probiotics that might not be as effective. So I would recommend looking for one that has both. Then with a, a fish oil, this is a big uh, annoyance of mine in the supplement world. Because so many fish oil products uh, are so underdosed. And it goes to that house fire analogy that I was talking about, where you're just not, you're just continuing to throw a cup of water on it and it's not doing anything. I was uh, talking to my, my dad at one point, this was years ago. I was breaking down the fish oil product that he had to take and he was just buying a cheap, generic one from Walmart. And I compared it to the fish oil, the X Endurance fish oil, and that's two capsules a day to get a thousand milligrams of EPA and DHA, which are the, the parts of the omega-3s that your body can actually use and get the most benefit from. Well, for him to get that from the generic fish oil that he was taking, he had to take 12 pills a day to get the same dose. And so like when you did the math, it was, it was going like, going through
1: wow. your liver as well. These pills <laughs> go through your liver too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was really just kind of ridiculous that at 12 pills a day, you're saving money because the 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 uh you thought you were saving money, thought you were because the recommended dose for the the generic was still two pills a day, but it was such a small dose that you he wasn't getting really a benefit from it at all, right? And so then he switched, and it you know he the biggest thing with inflammation is you you might to notice that you don't feel as bloated, things like that, and so it it's again one of those things that you don't necessarily feel right away because it's not an immediate drastic stimulant. It's over over time, it will start to reduce inflammation and you'll feel better. So anyway, so that's a big thing that you need to look for when you're purchasing a a fish oil is make sure that the dosage is high enough. You want a combined dose of at least a 1000 milligrams of EPA and DHA. It's called out on the back of the label, just look for it. um, And you want that combined dose on the front of the bottle. It'll probably say a 1000 milligrams of omega threes, but it won't be the specific EPA and DHA that you need. And so always turn the label over, look at the back and make sure that it has that. So like, for example, the X endurance fish oil has 2000 milligrams of general omega threes, but a thousand of specific EPA and DHA. And that's where most of the confusion comes in is people be like, Oh, well it's got 2000. No, it only has a thousand of where your body's actually going to process and use that to the max benefit. So that's, That's a big, big deal when you're buying any kind of product. Other things that you need to look for is you need to look for no artificial flavors, no artificial sweeteners, no dyes, things like that, because those cause havoc in your body. For example, I will say this, I'm not going to throw the company under the bus because I just don't, I don't want to do that, but I tried a different pre-workout for the last 30 days. I haven't had a artificially flavored, artificially sweetened product from a supplement perspective in a very long time where I've taken it consistently, but I've heard a lot about this company. It's an up and coming company. And so I wanted to try their pre-workout. And so I just wanted to do a personal test to see, and I've taken it for 30 days. I took the last scoop of it this morning and I'm not kidding. My gut feels like there's like a, like a rock that's just sitting there because of the, Damage that has happened from the artificial sweeteners that has been it that was in that product. And it was just it's just sucralose. That's the only ingredient in there. And I just wanted to test it just to be able to prove it to myself that it's not good to have. And sorry for this for the listeners, this is TMI, I haven't been able to poop right for the last thirty days. Like it just hasn't felt normal. I haven't been as regular and it hasn't felt I've felt kind of constipated a little bit over the last thirty days. And the only thing that has changed is that I added in this pre-workout and it, and it really, it just proved to me that when you're taking supplements and in every aspect of food or anything that you ingest, artificial sweeteners and artificial flavors are not good for you. They're not good for your gut health because my gut was pretty clean before I added this in. And then the consistent daily beating up of my gut has, has affected things, you know? So make sure that when you're taking a supplement, you try to avoid that as much as you can.
1: <laughs> now, here's, here's the thing for, if we have people that are listening or watching outside of the United States, you guys have the benefit that whatever governments or regulations in those parts of the world, you don't even know what we're talking about. What are, with the sure. colors and the artificial sure. flavoring and all that stuff <laughs> because it's banned almost everywhere. Right outside of the US. So right. this is very much a, a United States type of issue with food not being food, and of course, supplements like the wild, wild west. You can yeah. you and I couldn't. I I did have a pre-workout. I my wife and I had created with somebody and it didn't come to you know actual That's fruition, true. but the formula and all that stuff, it was all natural based on beets, mushrooms, stuff like that. And we had natural I didn't want the coloring in it, but for some reason they it would have a red kind of um sure color to it. But the natural coloring and the flavoring cost five to six times more than what the industry standard was. And it was harder to get. Yeah. But it just wasn't readily available. So that was one of the things that made that kind of business kind of idea go by the wayside because. I'd have to charge on the other end of it because it was costing us so much more to make that so when you see uh 20 or 22 i'll say they have c4 ripped in walmart or target <laughs> what's it cost them a dollar or two at the most to make sure the things even halfway full it's it's shrinkflation on top of that like i think i told you my wife and i took these ingredients off of this company uh an amazon company that we researched. And made our own pre workout with these things that have, yeah, coloring, natural flavoring. We added a little bit of the water flavoring squirt thing, just mm-hmm. to give it something. But nowhere near, probably what sure. they put in each, each uh, container of that stuff. And sure. we actually got better workouts from that, and it was cheap. Sure. So yeah. just a well, little it, idea. I'll probably put a video out on that. But you know, I still recommend. I've tried the X and stuff. And I have felt a difference. I haven't felt the difference. I'll say quick review on that in the best way possible, because of all the, I, I the unnatural stuff that gave me the highs sure. and the crash, the accent orange stuff gave me more of a kind of sure. an even stuff. There was no crash after that.
0: Sure. Sure. No. And, 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 you know, to your point, like the, you brought up the the pricing and the cost of things, and the the to artificially sweeten stuff, it has become very cost effective for cup for companies to do that. And you don't have to put a lot of artificial sweeteners into a product to give it that super extra sweet flavor, because it's you know sucralose is like three hundred times sweeter than just regular sugar, and so because of that, because of the like sucralose was. If you look it up google like circle sucralose formulations a buddy of mine sent me a, a research paper on it one time sucralose, sucralose is like formulated from like pesticides or something i don't remember all the details but it it's was actually, like not
1: it's actually the uh the the defecation of the whatever organisms that are in the pesticides that's the sucralose oh, really? <laughs> i was i was reading up on that too it's a literally yeah in or how, sure. how i don't remember it exactly <laughs> it, somehow the pesticides or the organisms or whatever within the pesticides secrete something and that's what they make the sucralose out of, oh, if i'm not yeah. mistaken i literally was reading and watching some stuff yesterday it's probably the same sure. thing on sure. that but sucralose is definitely in my opinion what i've looked at back in the 80s with aspartame and yeah the new generation of that so there is going to be a there is going to be a piper to be paid as far as this. There's always some kind of new thing that ends up being that. So for people that were, you know, in the 80, 80s, aspartame, they suppressed a lot of the research on that. And they they deregulated a lot of stuff that would aspartame and famously what Tab the soda. Remember yeah. <laughs> Tab and other stuff? They yeah. advertised aspartame. Now yeah. it's sucralose, but sucralose has these brand names of what was it? Splendid and sure. these other yeah. things that make it sound a lot less chemically, yeah. if that's a right. word. Um, yeah. And I have no doubt that stevia and these other things that were touted as all natural, they're starting to sneak stuff in there that aren't yeah, maybe. supposed to be yeah.
0: Yeah. My guess. yeah. I mean, it, there's, I mean, there's so many different artificial sweeteners out there. You don't even realize them. Like the biggest one there's uh, in sodas, there's a fan potassium. So like a, a short term can be ACE K. Like there's different ones that are there that just people don't even realize that they're getting them. A lot of times, if you, if, if you look at your ingredients and you go on the back of the label and you see what's in there, you can see that it's, you just look it up. And if it's artificial, think about it. Like it's common sense, but we don't realize it. Like, anything artificial in your body, your body's not going to know what to do with it because it's artificial, it's fake. You don't, right? Like it's, your body's just going to potentially reject that or not know how to process it. And so when you consume any type of artificial ingredients, anything like that, your body's like, well, what is this? I don't know what this is. This isn't natural. I don't know how to process this. And so it's going to either damage your gut health or you're going to end up passing it and you're not going to get a benefit from it. All these kinds of things that come. So that's, that's a huge thing when you're looking for, um, the quality of the ingredients and what you're looking for in supplements. It's, I mean, I can go on and on all day about the different sweeteners and things, but the, the base moral of the story is avoid, avoid artificial sweeteners as much as you can, so artificial flavors, dyes, things like that. A lot of companies are making a shift. I will give a lot of companies credit. They've come a long way. Um, they're shifting now to remove some of that. And, uh, there's different sweeteners that are being found. Like monk fruit extract is a, a not a zero calorie sweetener. That's a natural sweetener that a lot of companies are shifting to, but it's expensive. <laughs> like you said, I, I so was
1: what oh, we ended up going with, with the pre-workout was monk fruit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's expensive, expensive to to add in. It's way more expensive than sucralose to sweeten your product. And then, you know, the, the justification is, is you would probably need more monk fruit to sweeten, a product than you would sucralose, so it's only a little bit of sucralose, so it's not that bad, right? So it's, but over time, over thirty days that I tested this product, it has wreaked havoc in my gut, and so like I'm, I'm glad that I'm done with it, but I told myself I was going to see it through. I wanted to quit it like two weeks ago. I told my wife, I'm like, man, this just just doesn't feel great, but I'm gonna. She said, well, stop, and I said, no, I'm going to keep going. So anyway, so like, uh, take make sure that you're checking that kind of stuff. Companies are shifting read the labels. Sucralose is the most, uh, predominant sweetener that supplement companies use. Uh, a multivitamin isn't going to have sucralose in it. So you want to look at dosages and things like that. So we're kind of on a a track of what to look for in supplements. That's the next thing is the dosages. Making sure. Are you
1: going to do a video on that 30 days? Are you going to put Uh, it? I thought about it. I should.
0: Yeah. I thought about, it. I don't want to like totally dog out the company. You know, like if somebody asked me, I'll tell them what the brand is, but I, I just, I don't know. Maybe I might, I might, maybe I'll do it and kind of give it a, a just a, a sucralose, make sucralose the enemy.
1: You know, like <laughs> the title of, I regret taking this pre-workout for 30 days or something. Hey, there you go. It doesn't matter because it's uniform across the board, no matter what company you're talking sure. about, affordable, mostly affordable pre-workouts are all going to have sucralose and other artificial sweeteners, flavors, coloring, all the stuff that, like I said, it's a free for all here in the U.S. You can put anything in there. They could could lump in, even though you said proprietary blends are sometimes a necessary legal thing to protect your intellectual property. You can also sneak a lot of garbage into the proprietary blend.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, then that's something too. I'm glad glad you brought that up. The proprietary blends is something that for those of you who don't know, it's on the back of a, a supplement. You look at it And it has, it says proprietary blend. And then it doesn't give you the exact amount of each ingredient that's in there. All the ingredients are listed, but it says the blend is this many milligrams. And then it has all the ingredients listed. Well, those came out from, from companies trying to protect their intellectual property of the formulas and trying to, you know, save their, their, make their ingredients unique. Well, what, what happened is over the, over the supplement industry, companies just tried to hide stuff in their, in their proprietary blends. And so then nobody knew the, 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 um, the amounts that were in there. And so that lost a lot of the trust of the companies. And so people in the supplement industry now, they want full transparency. So no proprietary blends, people will call them prop blends. There, there's a lot of hate on social media for prop, for prop blends, um, because they want to see, I want to see the full dose. I want to see what's in here it's because these companies you can't trust them you haven't been able to trust them in the past and so they've all tried to hide it so now they've been forced to go to the opposite extreme and not hide their formulas but then what that's done is it's made virtually all the products very similar because anybody that wanted stevie you and i could go release our own pre-workout like you and your wife had had a pre-workout for a while we could go grab any pre-workout off the shelf, see their exact formula, exact dosages, and go recreate that product. So there's no real differentiation. And But what happens is, is the dosages in those aren't always as effective. They're not high enough to really make a big difference. So some of the companies that have stuck with proprietary blends are actually trustworthy companies that have products that are proven to work. And so they have clinical trials that back up that those proprietary blends and for the company, from a company perspective, it's silly to give that formula away, you know, like, uh, if if you gave that away, then it's a, then now anybody can just go copy your product and that's where copycats come in, but then people cut costs. And then they put artificial crap in there and then the ingredients don't work because, the sucralose and, and the absorption, all this kind of stuff. Like I just keep, it goes, keeps going in a circular motion of, of why things don't work and, and the problems. But proprietary blends, in my opinion, are not a bad thing. I think they're actually a good thing because they protect the 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 property of the company so that the companies can actually like push the needle and make better products and and uh, protect them so that people aren't ripping off what their, their formulas are and stuff. And if you can trust the company and the, the product works, then the proprietary blends aren't a bad thing. So yeah, we'll go off on that little tangent for a second.
1: <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of doses uh, there was a, uh, there was a few uh, bodybuilders from back in the day that had their supplements. And you probably know the, you know, one of them that I'm talking about when I say this, it's actually the opposite way back then. Remember when stuff was released and the Gen 1 was almost having a lot of illegal stuff in it, dosage-wide, <laughs> and, and chemicals. Like, they were literally, sure. like, banned substances that were making their sure. way into, like, vitamin shop and TNC. And sure. you know, like, okay, when this comes out, this new product from so-and-so and so-and-so or whatever, I'm going to buy it up or buy a case of it for the first couple months, because that first shipment has definitely got, like, drugs <laughs> in it. And then sure. the second one is going to be, like, the, you know, the the sure. watered down version it's legal you, you're, sure. you're familiar <laughs> with that right you're in the same sure. age group. kind of like the detour bar when the detour bar came out it tasted like a snickers bar but they're telling you how healthy it is and then sure six eight six eight months down the road when they really broke down what was in it they're like holy shit this is worse off than a snickers bar you're better right. off eating a candy bar so
0: yeah like yeah bar. no i mean it, and that's a, smell, but a lot of uh, A lot of those things is that way, you know? And that's where like any, any type of supplement a big, to that point, a couple of things you you brought up there. Um, the, uh, the protein bars, the protein cookies, the things like that. Like if you compare the ingredients and compare the formulas on the back and compare the nutrition facts, some of those protein cookies, it's like eating an oatmeal cream pie with some protein. You're better off having an oatmeal cream pie if, if you want that sugar bit and a protein shake, right? Like it, it's cheaper than buying the protein cookie. So really the, it comes down to just looking at those ingredients and figuring out what's on there and making sure that you're not getting, getting junk. And then there's one other thing that you said that I was
1: going to. One thing too, is having real sugar is sometimes healthier than having the sugar mm-hmm. alcohols because you get so bloated and distended from sure. the sugar alcohol. Quick thing, OSE, Ose, like sucralose, all that stuff. Look for that on the label but uh, OL is like a sugar alcohol. Look Mm, for that because if it's low sugar, it could have just high sugar alcohol, which also could wreak havoc on your body. Every time I have a protein cookie or something, I just feel sick. I'm not full and it's just not the right way. But what's, I'm sorry, I cut you off.
0: No, it's fine. I can't uh, remember what it was that you said. (laughs) I I said (laughs) the
1: thing about the illegal substances in the first gen of some of these pre-workouts and other things that- yeah. Like even a federal was in, like the boys were buying lipidrine by the cases because they sure. knew eventually, this stuff is going to be banned. Yeah. This is like a
0: yeah. That's what
1: it is. Yeah. and all this other stuff was out there, but obviously too. Let's look at this. The reason why ephedra I think got pulled from the market is because it became part of a party drug. People were drinking sure. and drugs sure. and taking ephedra somebody died. And that, that was the story. I think back in the day that people in the club were dying by mixing this with alcohol, Mm. red bulls, this other thing, and and ended up dying of heart attacks. So, you know, it's use and abuse too. There's, there's a certain thing like, yeah, you can use certain things over time, or if you abuse it, it's going to wreak havoc. But if you're smart about some of this stuff, you can, you can avoid a lot of these pitfalls of the side effects over time.
0: Yeah, no, you're, you're spot on there. And and that's, that's part of the the nature of the industry is with these products, people will they companies design the products so that you can feel them like we were talking about with the multivitamin, you can't feel it, you don't notice a huge difference right away. You know, like one of the things when I, when I first started getting well, okay, I'll tell you a story about my mom. Uh, I, I begged my mom for years to take supplements and to, to eat healthier and and she's eating healthier now and she's taking supplements now. But I told her, I finally got to the point a few years ago where I was like, mom, please do this for 30 days. And if you don't feel it or notice a difference in 30 days, I'll never ask you to take supplements again. Right. And so I finally got her to take them. And at the end of 30 days, she uh, called me. She's like, Hey Mike, I'm about out of these. Can you get me some more? So I knew it was working. Right. So she felt good about it. But then it was like a month or two after that I was at her house and my mom loves to sew. And so she does a lot with her hands. And what she noticed is that her fingernails don't break anywhere near as much as they used to. Why is that? because she's getting all the nutrients and vitamins and minerals that she needs to make her nail health very strong. And so her nails are stronger. And so my mom, because of the multivitamin, because that was the big thing that she changed because of that, it made her be able to enjoy sewing and not break her nails as much, like break them in like a bad way, right? Because her nails were just so weak. And so now she can sew and work with her hands and have no problems at all. You know, so like, it's one of those things where you didn't feel it, at all she didn't feel that until she noticed wow my nails don't break anymore and she told me that and i was like see vitamins do work mom (laughs) you know so it's just it's just one of those things in the supplement in the supplement world they they want i mean it makes sense right you want people to be able to feel that the product is working and that's why pre-workouts are so powerful because you can feel those you get the stimulant you get the energy from them fat burners they just heated your body up people felt like they were getting a huge benefit from it they really didn't do a ton. You know, it was more so just heating your body up and they would, a lot of times did more harm than good. So fat burners, don't waste your money on them. You're not going to get the full benefit. You're better off dialing in your nutrition and um, fixing your your gut health and, and all the things that we talked about already. And then, so the thing that you brought up, the banned substances, that's a huge one too. You want to make sure that you're looking for products that are banned substance free and tested because because of, and and please don't take offense to this, Supplements are so easy that anybody can make one now. Anybody. No, and anybody now we made
1: them in kitchens and stuff. And they're big right brands, fake brands. They weren't in a the factory. They had a kitchen right. six or eight yeah, people, and an assembly line, and they had it in the garage, which climb not climate control. or anything.
0: Sure. Sure. <laughs> and yeah. Else. And and if you don't like in in and, and it's so it's become so uh profitable for people to make their own supplements. And you think about it, you see every celebrity, every social media influencer on the planet comes out with their own supplement line now, because you can literally go to a company. Uh, there's a a manufacturer that you can just go in and I can say, I want this ingredient, this ingredient, and this ingredient in my pre-workout and they'll make it for you. And then you can market it and sell it. And if you have the capital to do it, you can, anybody can go do it. Anybody. Um, but then that's what has kind of watered down the industry, made it untrustworthy. And then to really do a quality product, you have to go through the testing to verify that it's good. You have to get it tested and and certified. And there are certifying bodies out there. There's one that's called Informed Sport, uh, or Informed Choice, that is tests the products for banned substances. So specifically, anyone in an athletic realm, high school athletes, collegiate, a- collegiate athletes, anybody that's going to get drug tested. Um, you want to make sure that everything that you take is uh, tested and banned substance-free. And that's that's a huge thing that for parents that might be listening to this, for your kids. Um, you want to make sure that there's no banned crap in there and it just will help with the the quality of the ingredient that you're getting uh, and the quality of the product. And so if they if the product doesn't have that, then the company didn't spend the money to do it. Maybe it's totally fine and there's no banned substances in it. But that doesn't mean that there definitely isn't banned substances in it.
1: This this was my all-time favorite. And we I think I shared this with you and we both shared it on Instagram on our stories. This phrase here is so like kabuki-ish and just like this remind like a wrestling promoter like came up with this term.
0: Oh, university study. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking
1: crock of shit that is. Oh, my God. I love it. That's the stuff where you look at it as a worker, and you're like, worker created that, right? <laughs> like, what was the result of the study? That's like me saying there's been an investigation into a, a yeah. murder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> by my Wait a minute. Did you, did you kill somebody? No, there was an sure. investigation. Like, what, yeah. was the, what was the outcome? So sure. no, buy the buy the pre workout, sure. <laughs> University study. It could have been a bunch of D D uh, D student freshmen <laughs> stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: I love yeah. it. But yeah, I don't know no, why I get great. a click out of that.
0: Oh, it's great, and it, but it also speaks to some of the some of the problems in the supplement industry too. Is companies can make claims and whatever because it's not it's not as regulated as the food industry. And it's getting a little more regulated now, but companies can make claims and then and then just the natural uh, transparency that has been exposed through social media and the information spreading and things like that, Companies can make claims to whatever they want on their product, but doesn't mean that that's truthful, you know and to to illustrate that, I always use this example of if somebody makes a protein supplement and they put two grams of protein per serving in there they can say that this is a muscle building muscle recovery going to help you build muscle going to help you with do all these grams. things with 2 grams of protein it can you can make that claim on the product because it has protein in it right so like but we all know that a 2 gram scoop of protein isn't really going to do that much for you right versus a scoop of protein that has 20 grams in it But because it has the protein in it, they can make the same claims. And so it's the same thing with any other ingredient. If it has any ingredient in there that has been shown to help with whatever, they can make that claim. So uh, omega-3s, right? Like it's been shown to help reduce inflammation. You can say that by having a dose of 10 milligrams of EPA and DHA versus 1,000 and you can make the same claims. And so it's frustrating as someone who sells supplements for a living, like that's how I make my my living is selling supplements, um when I see people purchasing and wasting money. Like I buy for me don't fr- buy for me. I don't you do you, right? Like it, whatever. I'm going to help you regardless. I want you to know what you're getting. If you go buy a different brand, just make sure you're getting your money's worth. At the end of the day, that's what it is for me. I don't buy things that I don't get my money's worth out of because why, who would do that? You wouldn't do that in any other realm of your life, but we don't take the time in supplements to learn that we're getting our money's worth for, for the product that we're getting. So it's just, there's a lot of uh, misconceptions, misinformation that's out there. So again, if anybody has questions, comment on the, on the YouTube video, uh, shoot us a message, shoot me a DM my contact information is in the, the link in the description please reach out, be more than happy to answer any questions that you might have about supplements, because it's just, it's, there's a, it's a wild, wild, wild west. Like you said, Stevie, like, it's just, it's crazy.
1: <laughs> I can't get enough of it. I can't get enough of this. This is,
0: this, along with, you know, famous
1: thing. We used to take like one MR when it was probably full of banned stuff. And, and, and the famous thing between myself and, um, who was it? I think it was myself and, um, Kane. Used to say to each other, you can't spell murder one without one MR. (laughs) Because they wouldn't, it would set you off, man. It was no
0: joke. Yeah. Some of these pre-workouts, they'll light you up. And like the pre-workout that I tested, it was fine. I mean, it had 300 milligrams of caffeine in it, which to me is a, is, is a little much for you to have in a pre-workout. I don't know that you need that, especially if you're focused on,
1: I just want to interject. I don't drink coffee or or a caffeine yeah. drink store in the day my wife is guilty of sure. that. she wouldn't like in the mid-afternoon to try to i only drink caffeine for function so when i take two sure. hundred milligrams of caffeine in my workout i'm done for the rest of the day yeah so that's why i would yeah, recommend yeah. people use caffeine as a functional chemical not a just like i am, i just want to stay awake or when sure. you're not going to do something with it god i'm sorry
0: No, it's fine. I mean, it it just pre-workouts have progressed to the point where there's some pre-workouts that have 350 milligrams of caffeine. I mean, mean, there might even be some with 400. I don't know, which is just, it's just crazy. It's just, we've pushed ourselves so much with the caffeine. Like I'm, I'm guilty of it. I mean, I was doing a thousand milligrams of caffeine a day, which is just not good for yourself. You're just not good for your body over the long haul. You might be able to get away with it for a little while. Um, I mean, I was a a new dad, not sleeping. Maybe so I was just like, I gotta, you know, I had to make it work, but, um, I wouldn't recommend it, and you know the pre workouts. If the less caffeine you can you can get away with, the better, in my opinion. Um, I mean, maybe not for everybody, but in my opinion, the 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 less caffeine, the better. And if you're training for performance, the reality of it is is most pre workouts don't have any actual fuel in the pre workout. Think about it. Ninety nine percent of pre workouts on the market don't have any calories in it. Well, calories are energy, right? Calories are fuel. And so carbohydrates are calories that give your body the energy you need for a workout. You, you know, you think about a runner, what do they, what do they talk about? We got a carbo load, we got a carbo load, right? And so they they fuel with carbs for performance. So for performance athletes, I've worked a lot in the CrossFit space, I've worked with a lot of runners over the years. Fueling pre-workout fuel is best in a carbohydrate form because your body can actually burn that fuel and you can get a better bang for your buck by fueling properly with carbohydrates than just by overstimulating and gassing out your heart rate and getting too amped up and too jittery and things like that. And so what I always say to people is if you're training for performance and you're trying to perform better as an athlete, train for a Spartan race, train for a 5K, train for a marathon, do CrossFit, do any type of athletic performance. If you just want to be a healthier dad, if you just want to be able to play with the kids and not get winded and not get gassed out, carbohydrates before your workout are going to be a better fuel source and help you with the workout to be able to push more because you have the fuel than just a jacked up pre-workout. If you're just trying to build, uh, if you're a bodybuilder, and you know, if you think about it bodybuilding is what kind of spawned the supplement industry was bodybuilders trying to get that edge, trying to get bigger, trying to get jacked. And if you're just trying to have a go have, have a bro session in the gym 250 300 milligrams get jacked up, get all stemmed out, all the pump, whatever you, whatever you need to do. Go ahead, man, if that's all you want to do, if you just want to get jacked, uh, traditional pre-workouts make a lot of sense or they they can make sense for you. But if you're trying to perform and you want to perform better, fueling your body, not too much caffeine uh, is actually better for you for, for, for performance.
1: I had done when you had sent me the fuel five plus, which basically has the carbohydrate, like a sweet potato type of carb in it, mm-hmm. you know, clean carbs. I cut my um, pre-workout down to a half a scoop. So basically a hundred to 150 milligrams of caffeine. And then a scoop of that. And I did, that was a nice mix. So that would be if Mm -hmm. you still feel like you need to get early in the morning like I do, but you want to have some kind of real food type of carbohydrate in your system. That was a good, that was a good mix. I I mean, I haven't experimented would say having a banana with the pre-workout and cutting that down, but that particular, because the powder was easier. And if I eat food, sometimes I, I just feel a little bloated, no matter what, that's a mental thing. Sure. But, But That combination was actually, pretty pretty decent with that i'll have to revisit that with our homemade pre-workout sure something like that that would be that would be a good that'd be a good video for both of us you do your Mm -hmm. 30-day pre-workout and then we do a little experiment by cutting your caffeine in half and adding clean carbs for 30 days and see what the what the results might be
0: sure yeah i mean it it goes back to i can remember (laughs) trying
1: to leverage free supplements here (laughs) <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I can make that work for you. Don't worry about that. Um, the, you know, I was, I was given a presentation uh, a while back about supplements and, and things like that. And the fuel five specifically, because a lot of times I get pushback when I talk about supplements and using carbohydrates for fuel and carbohydrates and consuming a carbohydrate supplement at all, because everybody has been, carbohydrates have been demonized, right? Like mm-hmm. carbohydrate, everybody stay away from them yeah. and, but not around training. Not around training when you're trying to perform carbohydrate to your friend because they give you a fuel source, right? So I, I I go back to, and I use this example of when I was a kid in junior high basketball. And uh, the, the logic makes sense, was not the best choice, but the logic makes sense. My dad would always say, have some sugar before a basketball game. Eat like some Skittles or some Starburst or something before oh, the Marshall basketball Holmstein. game. Well, yeah, just to get you that sugar and those carbohydrates that your body needs for energy for the for the game. Instead of pumping your kid full of caffeine, right? Like because I was in junior high. It wasn't going to give me a whole bunch of caffeine in junior high. Just eat some sugar, and then that gives you some fuel for the for the game. I don't remember if it helped me play better or not. I mean, whatever. It doesn't the but the point is, my dad. 20 years ago, 30 years, it would have been 30 years ago now, (laughs) would have said that this you need carbohydrates for fuel. So the logic is there and it makes sense. It's just carbohydrates have been so demonized and most people want to cut their carbs. But around training, supplement with some carbs. If you want to go eat a banana and some sweet potato before so you get fast carbs and slow carbs, cool, go ahead. But most people don't want to eat before they work out so then supplementing with carbohydrates can be a huge benefit and then that helps you helps carry you through for your workout and then your body is basically you consume the carbohydrates pre-workout and then while you're working out you're burning that fuel source so that it's not getting stored in your body that's the idea is you burn the fuel as you consume it and then you it's kind of a wash at that point yeah
1: i made a lot of mistakes like that
0: <laughs> <laughs> we all have i mean everybody has yeah, isn't you know this carb- to
1: the whole carb thing and uh, all the we talked about on the fat diet episode and, and just being captured by that and uh, getting back to the whole infection thing, reset everything. Like I needed to eat fruits and Greek yogurt and real food. And I didn't have a choice. I had to eat something cause I've lost 35 pounds. So sure. I wasn't picking out, but I wasn't restricting my diet because I just, I cannot afford to lose any more weight. And I right. found that, some of the time at least most of the time now i still don't feel like that lower stomach type of bloat and sure. my diet has not changed from the hospital to now eating yeah. more food than i ever ate and i'm still 183 so i'm not just packing on weight and storing fat because of the carbs i'm actually feeling like it's i'm in a good spot so i'll probably end up going to mediterranean diet, which is like yeah. the good fats you're talking about and i'll yeah less red meat but still a lot of protein and more vegetables and carbs and stuff like that so I don't don't feel intimidated by it anymore but man social media YouTube and other places have completely screwed my mind up for a very long time about carbs and about just a standard diet you know Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah it's very it's I can see why people get so confused by social media and YouTube and and even written blogs and everything you'll get confused not to mention muscle and fitness where you're reading a supposed six-page article and then here's the big ad at the end sure sponsored sure. by this i'm like you son of a bitch <laughs> uh,
0: you know yeah is actually no i get it
1: peer-reviewed university studied article <laughs> but you're not
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I I mean, there's just there is just so much information, but so much misinformation out there. And, you know, myself and a few of the guys that I become friends with in the industry that we work with X Endurance and kind of the mission of the company is to educate people. Yes, we make great products. Absolutely. But we want to educate you and we will easily recommend other companies and other brands if they fit the standards of what's out there and so it's just trying to debunk all the information and so to kind of to kind of wrap this up for everybody and give you kind of a sum a summation of what you should do from a supplement perspective uh you don't need them but they can definitely benefit you so i would i would highly recommend give them a try start with foundational products uh the a multivitamin, a fish oil, a probiotic, things like that to get yourself a solid foundation. You can always eat protein. You can always eat carbohydrates. So you don't have to supplement with those. Those are great options if you can't get enough food. So don't you don't have to jump right to that. From a training perspective, carbohydrates are a great fuel source. If you want to drink some coffee, that's some caffeine. They can give you some little bit of energy. You don't need all of the extra stuff. It's not going to, depending on what ingredient, it's not going to hurt you, but it's not something that you have to jump right to right away, but they can definitely benefit. But if you don't start with the solid foundation, all this other stuff up top isn't going to do as much. So always make sure that you're sticking with that. And then, um, The last thing that I wanted to say that we haven't talked about at all is a supplement, creatine. Creatine gets a bad rap because it's years ago, people tried to demonize and all this kind of stuff. But creatine is probably the second most studied supplement in the world behind protein. And it's been proven safe and effective for everyone. And creatine, without diving deep on it, that's something that I, I would even put Personally, I would put as a foundational product for everyone across the board, along the lines of a multivitamin, a fish oil, because creatine helps restore energy in your cells. And when your cells are happy, your body's happy. That's the easiest way I can explain what creatine does, but it's been proven to help with muscle muscle strength, muscle growth, muscle density. It's been, it's been proven to show cognitive benefits. Just pure creatine monohydrate is, is a great supplement for people to start with. As a foundational product, even before uh, going to a pre-workout or a protein supplement or all the other bells and whistles that you can add in on top.
1: Outside of the X Endurance one, which you sent me uh, before, I tried other ones and I stopped because I'm I'm assuming it had fillers and other things because I felt unnaturally bloated, and I think that's the creatine gets to wrap because it is kind of a muscle volumizer sure. as well. That it'll pack on water weight. It'll make you bloated It'll the lower belly fat will come out. But if you have the wrong one with the fillers or with the sure. artificial flavors, sweeteners, I really believe after comparing these two, that's what it was. But sure. I thought it was creatine for the longest time that sure. made me feel that way. So I was very, I, I have to pick that back up again. I think I need, I need something like that to restore the muscle the, the muscle volume and everything yeah. and the cellular regeneration from so much atrophy over two months or so. Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, the, the creatine, I'll say just a, a final thought on the creatine, like creatine monohydrate is going to be your best option. Any t- other type of creatine is just a fancy marketing term to try to make it sound like it works better. But creatine monohydrate has been proven to work the best. And then what happens is, is companies will buy a cheap creatine monohydrate the purest form of creatine monohydrate that you can that a company can purchase you can purchase it directly too is from a company called CreaPure you can look it up c r e a p u r e crea pure it's a german based company they have the the purest form of creatine monohydrate in the world 99.98% pure creatine monohydrate all other creatines are going to have some kind of added filler or not filtered completely so it's not pure creatine monohydrate so it's not going to work as well in your body so if you're gonna invest the money in creatine make sure you're getting crea pure but then also look to make sure that that crea pure is the only type of creatine in there not cut with a cheaper creatine monohydrate or a creatine hydrochloride or anything like that liquid creatine has been shown to not be very effective you have to have a uh like bang energy drinks and things like that have creatine in them. That's not a stable creatine. Your body doesn't really get the benefit from it. It's in there, but you're not getting any benefit from it. So it's just a fancy marketing term. So creatine monohydrate is the best thing uh, to stick with as a foundational supplement. If you buy a non-Creapure, you can get it cheaper. Um, You'll get some benefit, just not as much as you would from a Creapure creatine. So
1: It's funny to mention that because I looked it up on uh, my search and Amazon came up as well. Um, there's crea crea sups which is a premium crea pure creatine monohydrate i looked mm-hmm. at the label and it, it's 5400 milligrams of crea pure crea pure creatine, uh, monohydrate other ingredients none yeah you have the german creatine which i'm looking right here once again uh pure creatine nothing else Five thousand milligrams so that's the one you said, but the other one actually has 400 milligrams more and it's 10 bucks cheaper.
0: Yeah. It just depends on the company's marketing. So like anybody can go buy Crea pure from direct from the company. And so they're the manufacturer and then you mix it in and you can re you can, what right, you can,
1: uh, So it's not like you're getting a, yeah, a r- yeah r- you can era. slap your
0: own label on it. Like X endurance uh, takes the creatine mixes it with. Uh, A little bit of sugar, because with creatine, you need a delivery mechanism. So the creatine, the sugar, it helps with the delivery of it. And so it's it makes it a flavored creatine, we do some all natural sugar, and then put lactate in it. And so it's a it's a mix of good fuel for your body to help with the absorption and all that kind of stuff. Other companies will just purchase the CreaPure creatine, slap their own label on it and sell it. And you can totally do that. It's CreaPure. You can buy directly. You can buy CreaPure directly or companies can buy CreaPure and then slap their own label on it, add flavoring if they want, change the ingredient or add, uh, different ingredients to it, get their own spin on creatine, whatever they want to do. But CreaPure is just like, a. uh, it's a a manufacturer that any supplement company can purchase. So a lot of companies, if you Google them, will have creapure in there. It's just if they cut it with any other type of creatine will be the the differentiator on whether or not it's a good product or, or not.
1: Very nice. So. I, out, I know you're no
0: it's just trying to wrap it up for everybody so that they so that it's not over overload, overload i mean i think we've been going for almost an hour and a half now about supplements and it was supposed to be supplements one-on-one <laughs> so i get on the tangent when oh, i start talking about
1: 101 it. minutes that's what i was saying. there
0: yeah, there you go perfect
1: i'll let you take us out on that let us know i will i will say what we I think, or I believe X endurance products from the ones I used were the cleanest ones that I have used. And sure. I like the fact that, you know, obviously I have you to tell me what's, what's good and what I should do, but I did feel a difference with the fuel five. I think fuel five plus is the one I had. There was a fuel sure. five, fuel five yep. plus the creatine and the, you know, you talked about the fish oil. Those are the ones you had sent out before, that I really did. Um, and at that time you set the protein powder out and I was trying to get everything from food sources. So it was a good supplementation, especially at the time wrestling on the road, but I would definitely have gone with the other ones as a daily type mm-hmm. of supplement type thing. Those are my favorites to, to use.
0: Sure. So use Mike's yeah. link uses link. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to try anything, there's a link in the description. If you have questions about it, uh, like I said, please comment below or, or email us or, uh, reach out to us. I'm more than happy to answer any questions that you guys might have about supplements. Um, and you know, maybe who knows, we can do a part two. If we get enough questions, we can do a deep dive, a deeper dive into some supplement stuff if you guys want to. Uh, but really the goal is to just help cut through the the BS that's in the industry for you guys. So I appreciate everybody listening today. I know I talked and went on a lot of tangents, but I hope it was valuable. I hope it was for, it was valuable information. And, uh, that's kind of our goal here is to just bring our knowledge and insights and, and help you guys live healthier every single day. So thanks for tuning in this week, everybody, uh, Stevie, thanks for surviving another week and getting on the road to recovery. Love it. And, uh, yeah, like subscribe, comment, all the things and check the links in the descriptions and we'll see you in the next sec- next episode yeah kind of fumbled that we'll see you in the next episode everybody thanks